is going on. It's JMW. That's Fresh X. And we are the International Professional Podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wondering, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You're thinking, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no, no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. You the hoopers. Peace out, players. So everybody sees Luke, uh, Lonzo Ball as a not not as a bad shooter, but not as a good shooter either. While Luka Doncic gets kind of shown as a good shooter because you see more of his highlights of him making shots. But did you know that Lonzo Ball actually has a better three point percentage than Luka does this year? Yeah, I actually just found that out. I didn't know that. It's like uh, seven points better. Um, Lonzo's at thirty eight percent on how many shots? Like six a game. It's six, six and, six and a half, half a game. Then Luca's at thirty one percent on nine on nine nine game. And I I think it's just more of the perception because you know people still don't recognize Lonzo as a good shooter. He's been actually knocking down his shots a lot more lately. Before and that the, is a big the jump season, he was thirty two last year, so it's a big jump. So thirty two to thirty eight. He was 32% last year, 38 this year. So, like I said, with Luke at 31, and I guess because they should show him making shots, but it's his thing is, you know, he takes a lot of them too, though. Like, nine and a half is. I think Luke is more thing. He, he more up. looked at it as a scorer, too, rather than more than just a shooter. So, I think that play a part in it also. All right. Like I said, you never hear people saying, like, Luke is a bad shooter, though. All right. Well, like I said, Valonzo, he got more respect this year, but it took him making a jump this year, too, though. So, And then I think it's overall, not even just with Lonzo's threes, because Lucas shoots 46 from the field, while Lonzo was like 40. He's at 41, and then he's such a bad free-throw shooter. It doesn't look like he can shoot from anywhere. But. Yeah, so his jump from the three is a good improvement for him, but I think it's about him proving that he's going to make them everywhere. Because Luca. He's 75 from free throw. And then, like I said, 46 from the field. So, his threes could be, is it because he takes bad threes? So, that could be debated with Luka. Is it the bad shots he take? But, um, yeah, Lonzo, he definitely, it's just about making them improvements. Right. And those other places, like he made the jump in his three-point percentage this year. Because what was his free throw again? 56%. He got to get that up to at least 75 like Luka. And get, you know, field goal to get that up to, you know, about 44, 43. And like I say, it's just more perception of it than anything else. I say, I don't think it's just the perception either, because like I say, he improved on his threes this year, so he, he got to prove that he can continue to shoot the three percentage and then just get his complete shooting percentages everywhere else up to. His free throws could be improved by taking more free throws because he's going to shoot one a game. So. Shoot more free throws. Maybe a shot. Yeah. He shoots more. Yeah, and he shoots more threes and twos as well. But at four, 
about 4.72, six and a half threes. So yeah, maybe getting more shots up to help improve that. And people will stop getting on him about being a bad shooter, which he really isn't. Well, like I said, he got to prove to be consistent so, too because, I mean, he shoot 38 this year, then what if next year he goes back to 32%? Mm-hmm. He got to show his consistency, but that comes with, I mean, he take more threes this year than he's ever taken. So yeah. keep being consistent on that, that, and then that'll, I think people will notice it for him then. Right. Even consistent throughout the season because, I mean, he started off this year pretty bad yeah. and then he got hot. He got so, hot right before the season was Lots of things ended. he got to figure out if he want to be aggressive all the time or just aggressive sometimes. Right. And that that is going to predict the rest of his career. Right. With that being said, I'm John W. It's uh, fresh it's, We are the Hoopers. See, oh yeah, week three without the NBA. So, today we're going to um, get one of our favorite players. I think he's one of everybody's favorite, one of the – Original athletic point guards, Baron Davis. Um, Baron Davis was drafted out of California, out of UCLA. He was a chubbier point guard, but he was still strong, quicker than you might have, quicker than you might have thought. Six three two oh nine. He had pretty and sixteen and seven. Well, yeah, he, he had, had pretty decent numbers. Most of those are gonna be hit at the end of his career, right? Because uh, he finished his last year with the Knicks when he was really more, not even just old, but more hurt than anything. Right. His last couple of years, because with the Knicks, you played 29 games. And the year before, he played uh, like about 60 games between uh, the Clippers and Cleveland. Actually, Clippers, Cleveland, and um, and yeah, yeah, he was with the Clippers and the Cle- in Cleveland and Toronto, uh, I believe. No, no, no. Just Clippers and Cleveland that yeah. year. Yeah, he and, was uh, got traded for Mo Williams. Right, yeah, yeah. So he 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 got hurt a lot at the end of his career that killed his peak. But when he was hot, you know, he was yeah, he easily shot. 18 to 20 a game yeah. every night. Had Charlotte in the playoffs every year. Right. What Charlotte, Golden State, yeah. he was always in the playoffs. Right. He was a year star point guard for the We Believe Warriors team. Put out the number one seed of Mavericks as an eight seed. He was a two-time all-star. Yep, two-time All-Star, and um, he, Barron was always a player. <clears throat> he was a good league guard, and he never really played with another player that would have helped. All right, he had Jamal McGlure one year, but Jamal McGlure wasn't really Jamal McGlure was he was serviceable. All right, it's um, an All-Star year. He averaged like thirteen and ten, right. so played that's with serviceable. Davis, like David Wesley, was good, but he wasn't really the a good number two. He would have been a solid two if he had a better wing player. So right. it really was Baron Davis or Bus, which he did his part. But just look when he got around a little bit of talent in Golden State, because even that team, they was an AC, but definitely was because they their team came together kind of late. Right, man, they made the trade and um, getting another season. I think it was with Mike Dunleavy and right. Then Troy they made Murphy. another mid-season trade. And that's when they kind of got hot. So yeah, brought in Stephen Jackson, Al Harrington. But he he uh like his earlier years, he he definitely like pushed the Hornets like he had them respectable in the East. The Hornets were in the playoffs, you know, a good like year, time. Yeah, year in year out. And he has was, he has one of the greatest posters ever when he dunked on Kevin Garnett. Yeah, that was a good one. And then you know, like I said, he started out of UCLA. I don't remember what draft. What year was there? He was drafted. Davis was in the 90, he was in the 2000 draft, 99-2000 draft, so 
not sure who else was in that draft. I'm gonna have to find out who else was in Baron Davis's draft. 99, 2000. I don't feel like that's like maybe Jason Terry. Nah. Elton Brand, that's what I thought. Elton Brand, number one, Steve Francis, 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 yeah, Jason Terry, Trangia Langdon, Corey McGetty, William Avery, yeah. Ron Archer, Metal World, PJ. Yeah, so some notable names in the 2000 draft from NBA vets. Mm-hmm. Corey McGetty, shout out to Corey McGetty. Deion Glover. Big three MVP. Devin George, Karolinko. Posey was in that draft, too. Remember Vitinko Commons? I remember the name. You don't remember <laughs> the game. He wasn't really nobody important. Jermaine Jones, Jumaine. Right, yeah, I remember he played for, uh, he was on Philly for a while. He was nobody important either. But, yeah, so it was a solid draft, and I would say out of this draft, yeah, Baron Davis, he, he finished, he, he went third. So he was probably about the second or third best player in this draft. Elm Brand probably was the best player. Odom is a champion. I would say, you know, Cherry Sinter is a champion. Metal World Peace is a champion. But just Sean Marion, a couple all-stars in the champion. Right. But Ben Davis is one of the best three players in the draft. Sean Marion is a champion, too. So yeah. One of the best. There's a lot of champions in the yeah, draft. Jason, a lot of a couple all-stars. Jason Terry, James Posey, champions. Devin George, a champion. Right. So, shout out to Ben Davis. He was definitely a solid player in the league. Um, and I think he would be more appreciated in today's game with the, uh, the, the way they guard the score. Right. And uh, shooting, you know, so he would get a good amount of threes yeah. up more. 16-7 for his career, so that's pretty good. Not going that. to the Hall of Fame, but that's, that's a good career. Yeah. Especially a career shortened by injuries. Right, because I think those numbers, like you said, those numbers, and those numbers are going up in today's game. So being already being able to score, kind of like a, maybe a Westbrook, Westbrookish type of point guard now today with the speed and how he gets to the basket. I would say he would be more of a because he was in that Chauncey him and Chauncey, Chauncey I would say Billis. Chauncey the same but he was a little bit more athletic than Chauncey Billups but he was a way better shooter than Russell Westbrook yeah um, you know his percentages I think he would shoot better nowadays because he the analytics to tell him what shots he should take so I want to know who, who would I compare Banner Davis to nowadays maybe somebody like Kimba Kimba more yeah. athletic Kimba because Kimba could be your leading scorer but he'll got to dominate the ball for real. And you put him next to a really good Wayne. Yeah. yeah. But so. he was way more athletic than Kimball was. But yeah. Same ball handling. Kimball probably the better shooter of the two. So. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so. I think Kimball just take better shots. Shout. Yeah. So, shout out to Ben Davis again. With, well, I can't say. He played with better players now. But yeah. Now. With the Celtics team. Right. Yeah. But even in Charlotte. Dwight Howard in Charlotte is better than any player that Bam Davis played with. So, Kimba has played with a couple better players. Yeah. 
Shout out to Baron Davis. So maybe Baron Davis is the best horny ever, and not Kimba. Kimba just got all the records. Don't confuse the length with the records. Pause. <laughs> yeah, nigga, play for a team forever. It's like when, like when, you say Russell Westbrook is the greatest Thunder because he got the records. Like that's stupid. Just because you played there the longest don't mean you're the best player there. Yeah, okay. That's done. It's a dumb debate. You can show folks respect without giving them that extra. So, we'll, um, Bill Simmons. Oh, yeah, the Bill Simmons. <laughs> Simmons and the pot, the pot, the pot, yeah, yeah, shout out to Bill Simmons, first and foremost. But he had Ryan Russello, Russello. I don't know how you pronounce his name. We've been trying to figure that out. And they've been redrafting the NBA draft, starting with Well, Ben Bill Simmons is doing the redraft, and then he yeah, just got, had, like, different people yeah. that come on. They started right. with the, I think the 96, 96. was the first one, and they did 97. Yeah, those are the only two he done did yeah, so, so far. far. So, everybody knows the 96 draft. Allen Iverson went number one. Yeah. So, of course, you know, they start with Kobe because Kobe's Kobe. If you're looking back at it, you probably would draft Kobe number one. Mm, he probably still wouldn't go number one. Iverson had the uh, – at the time, you just didn't take them players number one. Yeah, not yet. Not at the time. Kobe wouldn't have led – he wouldn't have averaged 23, 24 points per game. As a rookie, he was going to have a, a card to adjust. And Iverson was the local person, too, coming from Virginia. It's a, sometimes yeah. the draft is bigger than just the, the players about the fit, the cultural fit. Even though uh, Kobe was right there in Philly. Uh, going to high school, Lord Marion High School, I think Iverson would have still went number one. I think so. Then who but that? if you do the redraft, most people are just going to take Kobe, but I, I would still take Iverson number one. And who do they have going number two again? Number two. What's it? Yeah, Steve Nash was number two, and yes. that's where the debate started because they said that. So you take Kobe number one, that's understandable. But then you take Steve Nash, number two. And then they went on to this great debate about Steve Nash, I guess, basically being a better player because he was somehow more of a winner. Steve Nash hasn't been to the finals. Iverson has. Steve Nash has one more MVP than Iverson. And Steve Nash, like Iverson, you say his peak really started, you know, he averaged 23 as a rookie. He was a rookie of the year. Steve Nash didn't really kind of, let's pull up Steve Nash stats, but he didn't really kind of find his way into what about two thousand? Yeah, because you remember he came in, he'd been Jason, he'd been Jason Kidd back up in Phoenix. Yeah, and that uh, what's his name? They said that Steve Nash's peak started in like ninety eight. Right. He's averaged nine points per game. How? So Steve Nash didn't really his first respectable season is two thousand two thousand one in Dallas. He played 70 games. He started 70 games, 15 points per game, seven and seven, seven assists. In 2000-2001, Iverson went to the finals. So I I think they it was just like they made it far and beyond that Steve Nash was such a better player and such more of a winner because he played in Phoenix. And Phoenix had some successful years or whatever, but they didn't go to the finals none of those years. And he played with way better players in Phoenix. And, I mean, just in his Phoenix run alone, he played with better players than I ever played in his whole career from Joe Johnson, Sean Marion, just Amari. In that, just in that one year. Right, Amari, <laughs> Quinn Richardson. Um, and they, they, the players that they brought up the Irish and played with was like Jerry Stackhouse. They played together for one year. 
Matumbo. He got traded mid-season, and they got rid of him one year. One of the players they mentioned was Keith Van Horn. Keith Van Horn is a player that got good numbers, but if you remember Keith Van Horn playing, he was extremely soft. So, I just didn't get why they uh, were so definitive in the fact that Steve Nash was so much better. And he was so much more of a winner. Steve Nash went to, what did we say, three? Three conference finals. finals. Yeah, the first two years in Phoenix, and then I think the Shaq year, the first year Shaq got his first, Shaq first full year there. I don't think they went to any other ones. Yeah, that was Shaq's last All-Star year. Yeah. And, um, well, basically, so other than those years, he was leaving out the second round every year. And, yeah, Iverson went to one conference finals and one finals. Right? Yeah. He only went to one conference finals. One finals, typically out of the second round. But they won about the same amount. And the – the teams were built around Steve Nash to go to the finals, and he never did. One time the team was completely built around Iverson to go to the finals, they did. And they debated uh, he came out of a weak East. The East is always weak. Yeah. And Iverson played for the worst team to ever go to the NBA finals. I don't think that's even really debatable, honestly. It's not a worst team to go to the finals built around such a smaller player. So, and then uh, I'm going to pull up Iverson's stats real quick. I'm going to check what they said. <clears throat> All right. From the year 2000. I'm going to start at 99-2000. From 99-2000 until 2006-2007. Nope, go a little bit further. 2007-2008. And I started in 2000. 98, 99, I mean. That's 26 points per game over 10 years. You put the right pieces around that, you get to the finals. Steve Nash got the right pieces, and he won two MVPs. They won a lot of games, but they didn't go to the finals. And I give him the one when uh, Horry hip-checked him. Yeah. And then Amari didn't get suspended. Yeah. All right. But other than that, Phoenix just won uh, – they weren't getting it done. They were down 3-1 to that terrible Kobe team. Yeah. And then Kobe, Kobe tired of it. He didn't like his teammates no more, so right. he stopped playing. But other than that, the Nashville just never could get it done. So I'm taking Iverson over uh, Nash. Is Nash in the Hall of Fame yet? Mm, I don't he know. should be coming up soon. Yeah, and then see. But. You want to keep the next pick they had was Ray Allen. Yeah, Ray Allen. I'm definitely going to take Ray Allen over Iverson. Iverson uh, eliminated Ray Allen in the playoffs. He had his chance to beat him. Of course, he won the championship playing with LeBron and Wade and Garnett and Paul Pierce. The players are much better. It just is what it is. So, but I guess there's a debate over Ray Allen and Steve Nash, and I probably would take Ray Allen over Steve Nash also. Um, Yeah. So, Steve Nash probably in that redraft, it st- it would go Kobe, Iverson, Ray Allen, then Steve Nash. Who else was in there? Uh, Marcus Marcus Canby was the original number two pick. Right. Yep. To Toronto. So, um, you want Iverson in Toronto? Maybe that's why he don't go. Yeah. That's the only debate that I would give you for Steve Nash going number two. Is he from Canada? So yeah. Excuse me. Draft a Canadian player. But other than that, nah. Marbury. Oh, my bad. Sharif to Vancouver. Well, there you go right there. You can, Vancouver can draft Steve Nash number three. 
the number three original number three pick was Sharif. I do I like in Vancouver. Oh, <laughs> jerseys, yeah, them jerseys. Jerseys, yeah, that would have been a cool jersey. Yeah, but yeah, but so, so it would have been Kobe, Iverson, Ray Allen, Stevie Nash. Stuff on my bed, maybe. I might take Sharif. So I think I'll take Sharif. Sharif at number five. But that wouldn't make sense because they had KG. Yeah. But in today's world, KG would play Santa and Sharif would have been at the fourth. <laughs> so. Sharif, Kate, and KG would have been crazy. Yeah. So, with that said, I um, you probably still go. Uh, well, you go Marbury. Originally, Marbury was drafted by uh, Milwaukee and traded to yeah. Minnesota for Ray Allen. I forgot about that. That Ray Allen was drafted by Minnesota. That's weird. But the ninth year draft is shoot. It's flooded with people. I mean, Jermaine O'Neal was a late pick. He's definitely going in the top ten. Uh, Page is going in the top 10. Yeah, Page is probably more than likely going in the top 10. Yeah, hell yeah, 14. Page is going in the top 10. The Jordan Sergaskis would have went higher. I forgot he was in that draft too. In the mm-hmm. 20s, Derek Fisher would have went higher. But um, it's some depth to this draft, but it gets a little weak. You know, yeah, that second, second round, round is it. It's just the star power at the top is crazy because this draft is going to end up with what? One. Two, Kobe, Nash, four Hall of Famers. That's pretty good for one draft. Yeah, yeah. Four Hall of Fame players. And that don't even count the people that was All-Stars. Like, Iverson was an All-Star. Did Cammy make an All-Star game? Probably not. Nah, he didn't. Sharif Just made one. Player, yeah. Sharif made one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, With the Hawks? Yeah, Sharif made one. Um, Of course, Marbury, Ray Allen, Twan R.I.P. Lorenzo and Wright. Oh yeah, he was in this one too. Carrie kills. This one's this one's uh so it's a few players. Like and then it, it's some vets in the draft too, so that's what you always want. A good mix of all stars, vets, and then Hall of Famers. So they got like four vets. At least I would say ten all stars because Big Z, Pager, Jermaine O'Neal, um Kobe. Yeah, them all all stars. Yeah, Torn Walker, Ray Allen, yeah. Yeah. So Steve about, Nash. about four Hall of Famers, about ten all stars. And then when you get into the vets, Tony Delk, um, Dampier played a long time. Smokey Walker played a long time. Kerry Kittle played a long time. ERRP again, Lorenzo Wright, he played a long time. Walter McCarty played a while. Strune is all-star and he played a while. Right, Dante Jones. Derek Fisher, of course. So, yeah, all-time vet. Moochie Norris, shout out to Moochie. Just because he, he was a solid player. Jeff. Jeff McGinnis. Jeff McGinnis, yeah, he played, he played, uh, he played good, uh, good while in the league too. He was, he was a solid vet. <laughs> Just a name I remember. Oakdale Harrington. <laughs> he was nobody important. So, shout out to the '96 draft and Bill Simmons. I figured out that he just hates Allen Iverson. It's a Boston, okay. it's a Boston thing. Probably so. Probably so. Not like Boston and Philly. People consider them rivals for whatever reason. They're not real rivals. What else we had? Anything else for the day? I think. I'm going the to 2012 do, uh, season. I think I'm going to do my all NBA soon. The year's over. So, yeah. put together all NBA uh, team. Yeah, I said, because, you know, China is got to do their league. 
So now the NBA is actually considering canceling the rest of the season. And apparently the LA Lakers will be the NBA champion somehow. That was fake. That's that a fake, fake story. <laughs> you should stop reading that story. It was fake. There's no that that wouldn't happen. That won't even make sense. Yeah, it was fake. But it was a it was an April Fool's joke story. The Toronto no teams in Toronto need to win any more championships either though, because every time one of them win a championship, the following season gets canceled. Right. But what uh, what's the, the the two thousand twelve NBA season? Just wanted to bring that up because you know that was um OKC Thunder first championship run, well only championship run, Miami Heat first championship. Um, well that was LeBron third MVP. Yeah, yeah, that was third MVP, first in Miami. That the um, the lockout season. So we also got some good. None NBA basketball that year. Kevin Durant dropping sixty at different parks. Had the Baltimore Philly game, which nobody actually showed up to. Baltimore Philly game. Yeah, it was one? supposed to be like um Carmelo, um, not the Morris's poke on play for Philly. Hakeem Ward. So basically, it was gonna be a bunch of players from Philly and Baltimore was gonna get NBA players from Philly and Baltimore was gonna get together and playing a charity game, but only, like, three of the players showed up from each team. I think Chris Paul did come – they came and played, though. Yeah. But LeBron was supposed to be there. LeBron didn't show up. Because Hakeem Ward was the one who put it together first, so. Hakeem Ward didn't got the star power. Yeah, he was the one that – he was the one that made the challenge. But the Morrises did show up, though, because they from Philly. They right. play for Philly. So, then I think that was all meant for today. But that year – the 2012 season was the last time the New York Knicks were of any relevance. Finished second. Melo got his uh, he got his only shot at the MVP. He got one vote. <laughs> one first place vote. Finished what second place? Finished in second place. Yeah, he finished in second place that year to LeBron. I uh, people a lot of people thought LeBron should have been unanimous that year. I really don't think he should have been unanimous. I think Melo should have got a couple more votes. You gotta just remember how the good the Knicks was that year, and uh, LeBron was pretty good, but I don't think he should have been unanimous. Who was the Knicks coach that year? Mike Woodson. Yeah, yeah he won fifty four games. Did Tyson win defensive player of the year? Yeah, for sure. For that year overall, but they played sixty two games. LeBron yeah. averaged twenty seven that year. He always averaged twenty seven. He better by his career averages. Because Miami really took off the next year. He probably should have been unanimous the second year. When Miami, what, they won 27 straight? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, he should have been the uh, unanimous MVP that year, I think. Because Miami was unstoppable. He could have been the uh, defensive player of the year, too. I think he should have got both of the, all of that. Yeah, definitely should have been MVP and defensive player of the year that year. Who? Because who would have been it the next year? That year, Marcus all won. Either Mark or uh, Joakim Noah, one of the two. Dang. Joakim Noah, he finally get back in the league and then the league stops. <laughs> Joakim Noah's fault. Nobody wanted him in his ugly shooting for him. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for that day. And then I got to be prepared. Yeah, definitely. Nah, yeah, but Dane was the... Not dang, Kyrie Irving was rookie of the year that year for um, the 2012 season. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Joe Kim Noah's uh, defense player of the year. So shout out to Joe Kim Noah. And he finished top three in MVP that year. That was the year he was top three? Yeah, because that should have been saying he led the league in triple doubles and all that. Yeah, and Derrick Rose would have uh, tore his ACL that year. Oh, no. No, that would have been the next year. No, yes, it would have in the playoffs. Yeah, so that would have been the next year. The next year, yeah. So maybe that was Marcus Hall, yeah. Shot Mark South was also now an NBA champion. Mike Conley's only never gonna get there. It was his best year now, and he's also out. Conway, yeah, he yeah. just came back because they finally actually started. Well, they finally <laughs> started playing once he had finally came back. He had finally got it together, but yeah, he was having a terrible year before that. John W. His first X. We got the Hoopers. <laughs>